Welcome to the Get Over Yourself podcast. This is author and athlete Brad Kearns discovering ways to be healthy, fit, and happy in hectic, high-stress modern life. So let's slow down and take a deep breath, take a cold plunge, and expertly balance that competitive intensity with an appreciation of the journey. That's the theme of the show. Here we go. The Get Over Yourself podcast is brought to you by Almost Heaven, beautiful compact home use sauna kits, ancestral supplements, grass-fed organ meats in a capsule, DNA Fit, genetic testing for custom diet and exercise recommendations, Integro Health, high-potency liquid probiotic called Flourish, Organifi, organic powdered superfoods, delicious green, gold, and red powders, Wild Idea Buffalo, sustainable, grass-fed, beyond organic, and check out the bradkerns.com slash shop page. That's my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance. And here we go with the show. Anything that generates pleasure can also lead to addiction. Conversely, serotonin, which drives happiness and contentment, does not downregulate its own receptor, so it's impossible to overdose on too much happiness. Interestingly, when it comes to income, money, wealth, these stimulate the dopamine pathways such that we always want more, more, more. Slow down and decide what is it that we really need that we place a priority on and what is it that we want because we're perhaps influenced by consumer advertising, by FOMO, by cultural pressures. Here's a wild idea. How about eating some good, clean, delicious, sustainably raised meat instead of the nasty, trashy feedlot animals? The vast majority of our meat consumption. No wonder there's vegetarians and vegans out there. But look, Wild Idea Buffalo is 100% grass-fed and finished meat. They roam on the open range as they have been for 130,000 years. This wonderful company is doing the best they can to give these animals a good life, harvest them in a humane manner. Check this out. 40 million cattle are slaughtered every year and pushed into the mainstream food supply. You've read books like Fast Food Nation with the disastrous health impact and consequences of this mess. And then, by contrast, 60,000 buffalo a year are harvested. Much more nutritional value, much better feeling deep inside when you order quality meat. Go to wildidea.com, order direct, they'll ship it to your house. It's delicious. You'll be a convert right away. There's nothing in the world like buffalo burger fantastic try it hello listeners gotta get that gotta get that I see you walk in the club showing up her sexy flow sexy flow Una chiquita caliente me enamoré de sus ojos, de sus ojos, y ahora se va, y ahora se necesita regresar, y ahora se va, gotta get that, gotta get that, y le caigo atrás. A mí ven conmigo, es muy temprano para regresar al disco. Hey, hey, what a way to start the show. Why not, people? Ah, we got enough podcasts that are straight up and serious and formal, so I think we should have some fun on the Get Over Yourself podcast. And in life, yeah, yeah, what do you think? Sigue, no pare. Sigue, no pare, muévelo, como tú lo haces, no pare, muévelo, como tú lo haces. I don't know, maybe I'm just in a good mood because we're headed to Hawaii on vacation. 
Yeah, haven't been there in 30 years. Yes, it's true. I still hold the Hawaii Ironman American age group record for 24 and under. Oh my gosh, it's held for 30 years. That means I don't have to do the race anymore, but I can go to the islands and have fun. Shaka, shaka. Let's talk today about the hacking of the American mind. Oh, that's a somber title. And it, in fact, is the title of an amazing new book by Dr. Robert Lustig, uh, the anti-sugar crusader of the planet, one of the most prominent leaders in that movement. He wrote a book called Fat Chance, uh, numerous other books, lots of great content from him on YouTube, talking about how sugar is so evil and driving all the disease patterns. He and Gary Taubes, the prominent science journalist that wrote Good Calories, Bad Calories, and also The Case Against Sugar, and also Why We Get Fat. These guys are the acknowledged leaders in pointing out the extreme excessive carbohydrate consumption that is really the driving factor for metabolic syndrome, the number one public health problem facing humanity today. So Dr. Lustig leverages the message about the evils of sugar into this bigger picture idea that our minds are getting hijacked by profit-seeking corporate entities. And what they're trying to do very expertly is to uh, flood or hijack the human dopamine pathways. And the dopamine is that uh, pleasure neurotransmitter. It's a very important uh, element of uh, healthy, productive life. It motivates us to take immediate action and get those instant gratification pleasures that if you look at the historical evolutionary example are the driving force behind us surviving. We're trying to wake up and have sex, get food, hit those dopamine triggers and get that immediate payoff. However, if you overdo it, as we are now seeing in decadent, comfortable, luxurious consumerism, modern life, if you overdo this dopamine pursuit, what you have is uh, destruction of health, addiction, and a diminishing ability to achieve what we idealize as the life well lived, and that are things like happiness and contentment right? So dopamine triggers come at the expense of the real richness of life, which is happiness and contentment. And those are associated with the serotonin pathway and other hormones, neurotransmitters that you might've heard about, like Oxycontin, the love hormone, things like that. So he presents this case that we are being bombarded with dopamine triggers, uh, starting with sugar, of course, and most prominently today, uh, new and improved for the first time ever in the history of 2.5 million years of human evolution, we have digital technology, hyperconnectivity, especially social media, giving us the immediate dopamine hit once we hear the ding of the text message. Remember, humans are hardwired to respond to novel stimulation in our environment. We get an immediate dopamine payoff because this has been a life or death matter throughout evolution. When we hear a rustling in the bushes or something different uh, that could uh, connote danger, we respond to it immediately. If it really is danger, we trigger the fight or flight response and we run from from the predator and save our life. So we respond to new and novel stimulation uh, over and above, let's say, the wonderful novel that we're reading or the conversation that we're having once the Apple Watch goes off with the little ding or the text message in our pocket goes off. Uh, we immediately recalibrate to the dopamine burst rather than the pleasure contentment pathway associated with serotonin. And so when this happens as a pattern, Throughout the day, throughout our lives, we become addicts to instant gratification pleasures at the expense of living a happy, fulfilling life. These kind of things come from what? Sometimes struggling and suffering, right? Struggling through a challenge, persevering to get your degree or to get your uh, certificate that you completed the wilderness survival camp or to just persevere through a difficult work challenge, something that makes you a better person 
I remember spending that decade of my life when I was a professional triathlete struggling with the training and training so hard and exhausting my body and going to races and getting my butt kicked and being so discouraged and disappointed, but persevering and continuing through these incredible challenges that life faces and you realize that this is what gives meaning and richness to life. To quote Roger Bannister, he said, struggle gives meaning and richness to life. Sir Roger Bannister, the late Sir Roger Bannister, the first human to break the mythical four-minute barrier in the mile. So he was talking about the honorable struggle of doing something the right way and persevering and challenging, pushing your body to the absolute outer limit not struggling with a bad approach, a lousy boss, a career that's really not a good fit for you, right? So when we, stay, when we say struggle gives meaning and richness to life, wow, here we are with the opposite spectrum of hitting those dopamine triggers where you don't have to struggle to get these immediate payoffs. I was starting to give you the list uh, that Lustig is covering in the book, starting with sugar, right? You get the immediate payoff, the sweet tooth gets satisfied, the incredible, wonderful taste of all the concoctions that are made by uh, the profit-seeking interests, as I mentioned, to give you those sugar doses. First and foremost, what do you think? Raise your hand, vote. How about Starbucks? right? How many tens of thousands of Starbucks joints are there now popping up seemingly every uh, 800 meters whenever you're driving in an urban area? And they are dispensing largely the sugar and the caffeine, which is also on the list right there with the digital technology, hyperconnectivity, social media. So we have sugar, we have digital technology, we have caffeine. We have, of course, the uh, illegal drugs, the street drugs. Uh, weed is becoming so popular and legalized, and that gives you that immediate relaxation effect uh, without making the the proper effort, right, in comparison to, let's say, doing a devoted meditation session. Uh, We also have on this list uh, the prescription drugs, such as the antidepressants, the painkillers. You pop a pill, you feel better. This is hijacking that dopamine pathway, possibly at the expense of long-term healing when it comes to uh, the misuse of many of these Uh, pain-alleviating drugs, Uh, witness the opiate addiction and the alarming amount of uh, death and destruction of health from taking these easy way outs uh, of dealing with pain. Instead of visiting uh, Dr. Kelly Starrett at thereadystate.com, it'll tell you how to heal just about any injury or uh, dysfunction in your physical body. Also his book, Becoming a Supple Leopard. Listen to my podcast with him. And back to the list, uh, talking about the, um, the, the triggers for the, the dopamine payoff. Uh, of course, we have uh, video games, porn addiction, things like that, where you're sitting on the screen getting this payoff that uh, has nothing to do with uh, real life and the, the struggle and the persevering through challenges. Uh, listen to my show with Dr. Wendy Walsh, where she was talking about, in particular, uh, for the young human male, when you have uh, porn and you have video games, these are the tremendous payoffs that are the driving biological forces uh, in the male human. Uh, The video game represents the desire or the deep biological drive to master one's environment. And when you're sitting at the controls of the video game, there is some research that suggests that uh, playing these games is actually uh, delivering uh, some positive benefits to brain function because you're learning how to master your environment, make quick decisions, uh, you're building these skills. So it's not a complete waste of life like a lot of people criticize it. Uh, in comparison, sitting there and watching television program would be a lot lower on the scale of things that you're doing to uh, improve your brain function, improve your decision making uh, critical thinking, all those kind of things. So at least video games has that going for it. But it is an obvious dopamine payoff when you're sitting in front of the screen. Same with the porn, as Wendy makes the stark comparison between uh, getting that payoff versus having to deal with a real-life relationship and whining and dining and wooing uh, in pursuit of the ultimate payoff, which would be sex, I guess, in this example. And you could probably put sex on the list. Uh, and I guess that would be uh, the actual sexual act independent of uh, participating in a loving partnership and having that be one of the wonderful attributes of the happiness and contentment that you're hopefully going for when you have a partnership. And then we should also have on this list uh, 
chronic exercise and the extreme highs that people are addicted to when you're looking at this population, uh, especially seen in the endurance athletic scene and the CrossFit scene where people love it, they're doing it, they're fit, has so many health and fitness benefits, but then you step over that red line and you do it too frequently or you become addicted to the extent that you're not making a healthy decision about when you should exercise, when you should rest, how hard you should push your body. And that's when you put it on this list because you do get that dopamine payoff when you head out the door and push yourself to a tempo run. But as I learned the hard way, many times over many years when I was a young high school college runner and then a young triathlete, uh, getting that dopamine payoff and feeling great about yourself and coming home and writing the wonderful, impressive entry into the training journal. So you're getting this immediate gratification that you had a day well spent, uh, a job well done. But over the long term, if you're not making good decisions and you're not being intuitive about the uh, balance of stress and rest in your training program, you are going into this category of an addict. Your mind has been hijacked and your better judgment has been put aside because it feels so good to get out there on the bike path and pass that clown that's wearing the wrong clothes and, and riding a less expensive bike than you and to show him who's boss at the expense of your stated goal of, let's say, peaking for a big race uh, five weeks down the line. And that particular Wednesday morning was supposed to be an easy recovery ride to help your body build and adapt to the hard training that you did before that. <sighs> so that's a big, long list. Uh, also should be going on there, of course, is shopping uh, to the extent that you're going past your needs and into your wants and having that uh, sensation of FOMO and succumbing to the consumerism and the branding and the advertising that, of course, is brainwashing us to think that uh, you're a better man if you uh, give your offspring. What's that watch with that uh, ridiculous uh, print ad where they're saying it's just, it's not a, oh, it's a Patek Philippe. Uh, Patek Philippe is not something you own. It's something you protect to give to the next generation. And there's the handsome father and his young son uh, in engaging over the uh, wonderful timepiece that's on one's hand. So you will become a better father if you uh, buy one of these watches and then maybe give it to your kid 30 years from now. Like the kid's really going to care. Like, what's this piece of crap, dad? I have an Apple watch. I don't need that. Sorry, Patek Philippe. I guess they're never going to sponsor my show either. I would like you to know this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited extensively from online therapy. Some experts contend that you can be more vulnerable than you might be in person. What I value the most is actionable insights and specific honest feedback. I don't need someone just listening to me. I want to get some practical tips and I can definitely get that from a remote therapist. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, Maybe you're hesitant to drive across town and go into some building. Why don't you give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, because getting the best fit and the most comfortable connection is very important. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bradpod, B-R-A-D-P-O-D. That's betterhelp.com slash bradpod today to get 10% off your first month. Again, betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bradpod and get on your way to being your best self. I'm pleased to present B-Rad Grass-Fed Whey Protein Isolate Superfuel, the absolute highest quality, all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and micro filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please 
Don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the super fuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free, and make the super fuel a centerpiece of your daily routine. So we got shopping. We have the extreme exercise. We have the sugar hit. We have the social media, the handheld device or the watch-worn device that's giving us ding, 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 dopamine payoffs like the rat experiments on the wheel where they hit the, uh, the right lever and they get cocaine and they send their life into a tailspin. Okay, so back to the book. Uh, Lustig is doing a great job pointing fingers at the... Uh, corporate entities. And they're extremely brilliant, the most brilliant minds in the world. If you go to Silicon Valley and look who's developing these social media applications and these platforms, these portals to draw us in and lure us in to spend more and more time because that's how they make more and more money, right? They want us to spend more and more time with their apps and their portals to the extent that by any means necessary, they are going to get these reward pathways lit up. For example, uh, a great example I did in a previous show uh, from the um, Center for Humane Technology. They're talking about how if you have to uh, engage with a social media platform like Facebook, you meet somebody on the subway and you say, uh, what's your name? Let me add you to my uh, friends group on Facebook so we can uh, maintain a digital relationship. And you go in there to do that proactive operation what happens is you are bombarded with reactive stimulus. So when you go to add someone as a friend on Facebook, you are obligated to react to 27 friend requests that leads you down that rabbit hole. Uh, there's some good content describing the book, so I'm dipping in and out of me riffing on all this stuff and the notes that I took from listening to uh, the audiobook with uh, Dr. Lustig narrating himself and then uh, some printed matter that's coming from uh, from his book's content. So uh, especially interesting to notice how over the last 40 years, government legislation and subsidies have promoted an ever-available temptation subsidies. Ooh, they're subsidizing uh, widespread human addiction to dopamine triggers. Uh, of course, the examples of uh, nasty food, right? Uh, the industrial oils are subsidized. The production of sugar and high-carbohydrate foods subsidized. So you combine these forces, these temptations, with uh, constant, hectic, high-stress modern life. So we have jam-packed daily schedules. We're not sleeping enough. Uh, we have the digital stimulation that's interfering with downtime for our brain. So when you put the recipe together, this makes us even more susceptible to addiction because we need a way to blow off steam, to unwind, to unplug. And of course, the easiest and quickest way to do that is the dopamine pathway, right? <laughs> You're going to have a tough, brutally stressful day at work. You're exhausted. You come home and then you're going to start sitting down with your 1000 piece jigsaw puzzle. It's not quite, I know some people uh, do that to, to good benefit, but most of us are succumbing to uh, bad decision making uh, because of the exhausted state that we're in. So of course, we're going to reach for the Ben and Jerry's pint when we swore that we weren't going to do that anymore when we had our good intentions uh, starting out that morning with our uh, lovely two eggs and a slice of uh, uh, nitrate-free bacon. And this devious corporate behavior actually has a name. It's called neuromarketing. 
corporate America has successfully imprisoned us in an endless loop of desire and consumption from which there is no obvious escape. I'm sorry for criticizing you, corporations. I just heard on a recent show, I forgot who whose quote this came from, uh, but pointing out the reality that a corporation uh, is an entity that has uh, many of the same rights as a human, except for it exists for no other purpose than to make a profit for its shareholders. So by definition, a corporate entity is going to run roughshod over the sensitivity to human health in favor of profit and also bump up against uh, government regulation, right? We're going to push the limits. We're going to elect people that want to loosen up the regulation so we can put more uh, chemicals and pollution into the river. Uh, there's so many examples. Remember uncovering those uh, scandals where uh, the decision makers at the large auto manufacturers, whatever it was, General Motors, Ford, uh, years ago, decided that it would be cheaper to pay off uh, death claims rather than fix the gas tank that blows up upon rear impact, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Amazing that it's still going on uh, even right now in this day and age. We're still getting, uh, corporations are still getting in trouble for polluting the river or marketing a nasty product. I mean, you think these people that are uh, selling the, uh, geez, I hate to uh, call out brand names, but uh, the popular uh, snack foods and frozen treats and desserts and packaged wrapped things, they know they're destroying human health. They know they're contributing to the epidemic rates of metabolic syndrome and also cognitive disease, which are uh, absolutely sad and tragic the way that uh, life's going to end with someone who's uh, picking up uh, one of the cognitive conditions that leads to that uh, downward spiral. Uh, which now has been coined with a new term called type 3 diabetes. That's right. The family of cognitive diseases, Alzheimer's, dementia, and so forth, is literally correct to term them type 3 diabetes because cognitive disease is marked by dysfunctional glucose metabolism in the brain, as in the other cells in the body when you have type 2 diabetes. So the diet is directly connected with the accelerated incidence of these cognitive decline conditions that lead to such pain and suffering, not only for the person afflicted, but the family members, the caretakers. And here are the entities trying to make a profit, trying to get uh, some percentage increases on their stock price, uh, spewing this stuff out into uh into the economy every single day. Unbelievable. And if they get in big trouble and the, uh, the, the, whip, the whip is cracked and the legislation is turning in the corner in the direction of uh, making the population more healthy, they will turn their attention to the developing countries. That's what the tobacco companies have done. Uh, smoking continues to decline in America and other advanced nations. And of course, uh, business is booming uh, down in other areas. Um, the soft drink companies, I understand, are doing something similar where they're turning their marketing dollars and their efforts down to the uh, less developed, less economically advanced countries, less educated population, and slamming them with sugar where we're turning our nose to it finally. Oh, boy. Uh, so just to reiterate some of these points that I might have passed over really quickly and also pull out some of my favorite sound bites from listening to the book. That's what I do, man. I save you 13 hours. If you're not going to listen to this whole thing, at least you can listen to the sound bites on the Get Over Yourself podcast. Uh, Dr. Lustig, if you haven't heard of him, professor of pediatrics in the Division of Endocrinology at UC San Francisco Medical School. He is a neuroendocrinologist and international authority on obesity, diabetes, nutrition, and neuroscience. Here's some of his content talking about the difference between pleasure and happiness. So pleasure is short-lived. Happiness is long-lived. Pleasure is visceral. Happiness is ethereal. Pleasure is usually experienced alone. Interesting. So these dopamine hits, yeah, you don't need anybody to enjoy that Ben and Jerry's with. You can hammer it yourself. Same with porn. Same with video games. Ah, same with popping pills, right? Happiness is often experienced in social groups. Pleasure is achievable 
with substances. Happiness cannot be achieved with substances. Pleasure is taking. Happiness is giving. Pleasure is dopamine, while happiness is serotonin. Dopamine down-regulates its own receptor. So you get a hit of dopamine, you get the initial payoff, you get the rush, and then the receptors down-regulate. What does that mean? It means the next time you are going for a dopamine hit, you need more and more and more over time. Anything that generates pleasure can also lead to addiction. Conversely, serotonin, which drives happiness and contentment, does not down-regulate its own receptor, so it's impossible to overdose on too much happiness. However, there's one thing that does indeed down-regulate serotonin. What is it? Any guesses? Raise your hand. You guessed right about Starbucks. Dopamine. Flooding the brain with dopamine, triggering dopamine too frequently, will down-regulate serotonin. It will down-regulate your ability to experience happiness and contentment. The more pleasure we seek, the less happy we get. Wall Street, Madison Avenue, Las Vegas, Silicon Valley, and Washington, D.C. have conflated pleasure with happiness such that we don't know the difference. In the process, our society has become fat, sick, stupid, and broke. (laughs) I love this guy's style, don't you? The only way to reverse this is by understanding the science of these two ostensibly positive emotions, how they interact, and how to modulate them. Because those who abdicate happiness for pleasure will often end up with neither. Okay, here's some uh, high-profile quotes from Dr. Lustig's work. Sugar is now the most ubiquitous foodstuff worldwide and has been added to virtually every processed food, limiting consumer choice and the ability to avoid sugar. Approximately 80% of the 6 million consumer packaged foods in the United States have caloric sweeteners. Sugar is not dangerous because of its calories or because it makes you fat. Sugar is dangerous because it's sugar. It's not nutrition. And when consumed in excess, it's a toxin and it's addictive. It lights up the same uh, opioid receptors in the brain as the hard drugs do. That's my add-on. Another quote, every substance and behavior that drives up your reward triggers will just as quickly drive down your reward receptors. Okay, we're convinced we want to get away from the dopamine triggers flooding the brain with dopamine and pursue these wonderful attributes of contentment and a subjective feeling of well-being. What does the research say about this? How do we get to these places? Here you go. Quote, contentment and the subjective sense of well-being is driven by the frequency and intensity of experiences of joy, stress, sadness, anger, real emotions, and really digging in deep and living life. Interesting. Both positive and negative attributes on that list. I'm sure there's more words you could fill in there. But a life well lived, a rich life, comes from the intensity and the frequency of real experiences rather than those transient pleasure hits. Interestingly, when it comes to income, money, wealth, these stimulate the dopamine pathways such that we always want more, more, more. Remember, when you hit the dopamine pathway, it down-regulates the receptor sites in the brain. So by definition, as you start to earn more and more money and buy more and more shit, you are heading to the world of FOMO. We did a whole show on that, covering it intently with Dr. Alicia Goldstein, one of the early shows, uh, the director of the Mindfulness Institute down in Los Angeles, and also Dr. Ron Sinha, who takes care of the high-income employee groups in California's Silicon Valley, some of the big tech companies of the world dealing with these employees that have widespread condition of FOMO, such that Dr. Sinha identifies it as an actual 
disease state with metabolic consequences. So the worrying, the stressing, the helicopter parenting, the keeping up with the Joneses in the highest, one of the highest income populations in the entire world, definitely in the United States, they have two and a half times the U.S. average median income. I think U.S. average median income for family is 50,000 something. So that we're talking about, what, 150? What's two and a half times? 50, uh, $125,000 a year, median income, the median home price in the relevant counties, that would be uh, Santa Clara and San Mateo counties, is $1.2 to $1.3 million for a simple family home. Uh, a three and two with 1,500 square feet, absolutely crazy. And when you immerse yourself into the world, you become not more happy with that wealth and that opportunity to make a lot of income at these high-tech companies, the stock options, you know all the stories of the wealth emanating from Silicon Valley. No, they uh, flood the dopamine pathways and get into the uh, FOMO state where they need more and more and more in pursuit of the fleeting pleasures. Uh, once This is another uh, scientific research showing that once your needs are met, your basic needs, right? Food, clothing, shelter, basic needs. More income does not generate more contentment. You believe it or are you shaking your head a little bit going, yeah, but I know I am because I have a lot of yeah, buts. I like to live this healthy uh, fitness pursuit lifestyle, uh, do my various activities. So guess what? I need to eat some really healthy food. I need to go to the best stores and get the best stuff. And I have this assortment of rationalizations that emanates out of my mouth uh, every single day when it comes to consumer purchases. I'm not going to buy the cheap dark chocolate that was obviously uh, delivered by child labor in the poorly regulated countries. That's why the price point is down in the $1, $2, $3 range for a bar of dark chocolate. No, I'm ordering online from Lily Bill Farms in Oregon and Coracao in California, and their bars are seven, eight, nine, ten dollars $10 for the same size bar, maybe even a smaller bar. But these kind of things, uh, wow, where do you draw that line? Uh, these are my needs, man. I needs my good chocolate. I also need to get uh, some of the uh, $25 golf gloves that are waterproof because I don't want my hands slipping off the grip when I'm playing on a, a, a dewy course or a rainy day. And so on down the line we go where we need uh, the newest, the best, the greatest because we think it's going to give us happiness and contentment. But it's really nice to take a step back and reflect and slow down, even though we can hit click and buy things right away, slow down and decide what is it that we really need, that we place a priority on, and what is it that we want because we're uh, perhaps influenced by consumer advertising, by FOMO, by cultural uh, pressures, rather than having a deep interest and appreciation for a consumer purchase that we're considering something that we'd really, really use and appreciate and would make our life better. So when I bought my hexagonal deadlift bar on eBay, I think for $140, oh my gosh, that thing has been a centerpiece of my fitness exercise program, my uh, fondness for micro workouts. I did a whole show on that. Uh, and the price, it's I probably should have, would have paid 10 times that amount for how important this uh, fitness implement is for my everyday life. Same with my set of golf clubs that I play speed golf with. Uh, most of these clubs are between 20, uh, I'd say, yeah, 10 to 20 years old, maybe 25 years old. Uh, my driver is certifiably 10 years old, and I like it better than all the new stuff. My putter's about 15 or 20 years old, my irons, and these are my favorite clubs. I have no desire to go uh, watching the commercial or looking through the pages of the golf magazine about the latest, greatest clubs, because as any real golfer knows, a lot of this stuff is baloney. 
I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for B-Rad podcast listeners. Just visit mitoredlight, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. Greetings, my fitness-minded listeners. I want to acquaint you with the Primal Fitness Expert Certification Program, the most comprehensive home study multimedia fitness education course in the world. If you want to enhance your personal knowledge of all aspects of leading a healthy, active, fit lifestyle, this total immersion course will be life-changing. I'm the lead instructor and author of the course, and we have 14 chapters of extensive written content with over 100 accompanying videos covering topics such as general everyday movement, including micro-workouts and dynamic workstation tips, the full experience of gym-based strength training in all the different modalities, a complete presentation on all aspects of sprinting, both running and low-impact options, an assortment of high-intensity interval training and high-intensity repeat training strategies, a detailed education on the principles and practical application of aerobic endurance training, and extensive commentary, the most you will find in any publication, on all aspects and symptoms of overtraining and burnout. We even have fascinating peripheral topics like integrating nasal diaphragmatic breathing, dynamic stretching, injury prevention, and developing a peak performance mindset. It's really something, this course. We went all out for over two years with a great team to develop this amazing home-based fitness education for you. And you get one-on-one -on -one expert email support and private Facebook group connection throughout your studies to ensure that you absorb everything optimally and you pass your series of exams and get certified. So go to primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad to enjoy a very special limited time. And I'm not kidding. This is a big time discount just for you. 25% off your tuition. A fantastic premium offer at primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad for the most comprehensive fitness course you can ever find. You hit a good golf shot by 
striking the ball on the center of the club face, whatever club you have. I have these uh, hickory stick uh, relic golf irons that I have hanging on my wall on display, but I took a few shots with them at the golf range. They're pretty difficult to hit, but when you hit that thing square, man, that ball goes just as good as any modern club, but it's just marketing hype to fund uh, an industry that's built on uh, it's sort of like a house of cards. We have terrible golfers that are out of shape, that aren't flexible, that have not even the mobility to swing a golf club. And we're selling them these giant drivers that go 10% farther, uh, as you can see from the new commercial and from the professional that they're paying large sums of money to use that golf club to hit the ball 337 yards and encourage you to buy one accordingly so you can <laughs> somehow magically do the same. What a joke. So I think if we're going to finish this show up with kind of a to-do list or a list of objectives, let me start things off by saying, please make a concerted effort to minimize the influence of advertising and peer pressure on your consumer decisions, on your pursuit of those dopamine pathways. Take a step back, take a breather, ask yourself, do I really need this? Is this going to cause more stress and pressure in my life because I'm over-consuming? And can you do better with a simpler, more sensible choice? Such as, let's put this as number two on the list, take care of what you have before you go consuming more. Get your own house in order. Keep things tidy. Keep things uh, recognizable, organized. So if you're going to spend uh, a few hours at the shopping mall, uh, instead recalibrate, repurpose those hours into your own closet to get rid of stuff you don't use and put things in prominent positions so you can easily navigate to uh, your favorite clothes, just as an off-the-head example. So number one, escape from the powerful pull of the advertising message, the consumerism message. Number two, take good care of what you have. Appreciate it. Actually use it. Get out there and hit some golf balls instead of uh, looking at those beautifully clean set of clubs that I see a lot of times in people's offices over there in the corner. This handsome bag, sometimes it has their name on it. All the irons are glistening, shiny. You can see the shine from across the room. Uh, but when you see a real golfer, there's mud caked and streaks on the clubs because they're hitting golf balls with them as their intended purpose. Okay, so there's our first two. How about number three is to mind your list of dopamine triggers and try to stay away from that shit that's going to destroy your life and your potential to achieve happiness and contentment. Number one, sugar. Well, they're not in ranked order. They might be whatever ranked order that you succumb to, right? So sugar, obviously, Dr. Lustig pointing that first and foremost. Uh, the digital technology, the hyperconnectivity, especially social media. We have our caffeine high. Thank you, Starbucks, for putting sugar and caffeine together. We have weed. We have street drugs. Anything that's mind-altering, right? That's a shortcut to instant pleasure, instant relief. Uh, the antidepressant and the pain-killing prescription drugs. We have this chronic exercise, the chasing of the exercise high to the extent that it tires you out. And again, the more you do it, the more you have to push yourself to get that dopamine burst. So you go down a slippery slope downhill of extreme uh, overly stressful exercise patterns. We have the video games and the porn addiction. You could put sex addiction on there too. Remember Wendy Walsh pairing video games and porn addiction for the modern male. Watch out for that stuff. Get out there and engage in real life. You'll pursue happiness and contentment instead. And then also on the list that I added during the past discussion was that shopping, that consumerism, that instant payoff when you buy something and get the dopamine hit. Even though you get home, you realize you don't really need it or your stuff is so disorganized you don't even know what you got okay so that would be number three is minding the list of the dopamine triggers and staying away from that stuff in excess obviously a little bit's fine right we're out we're allowed to go have some pleasures here and there but we don't want to overwhelm the brain with dopamine triggers and down regulate those dopamine receptors we want to light up the serotonin instead how do you do that you go looking for opportunities for happiness and contentment joe rogan had a good one-liner he said you know uh if you want to cure depression find some something you suck at and try to get better. 
I like that. Pursuing challenges, digging in and trying to better yourself with a goal such as taking an art class or a language class, trying to learn something new, fresh, different. Look at AncestralSupplements.com's wonderful About Us page. Brian Johnson, the Liver King, living the dream and that ancestral life down there in Texas. And one of the things he puts on that list is do something that scares the shit out of you every day. Push your limits. Challenge your body. Of course, I talk about this theme I'm trying to emphasize this as the main theme of the podcast, and that is to maintain passion and competitive intensity throughout life. Get out there and participate in something. It doesn't have to be an athletic contest, athletic goal, if that's not your thing, but something where you're pushing and challenging yourself to get better. And sort of related to that, the last one on the list, so we'll end with five, is this wonderful concept promoted by Dr. Lustig of the four C's. And I'll have a link in the show notes to this infographic that he's made. And these are four ways to create real and lasting happiness for yourself, your family, and your society at large. Number one is connect. And this means a real, live, interpersonal, social connection. Quote from Dr. Lustig, anything short of a face-to-face, eye-to-eye, IRL, in real life, interaction does not count as connection. Why is it so important to have this face-to-face interaction? Because your brain has a set of mirror neurons. And when you interact with someone in person, you adopt or mirror the emotions of that person. This generates the phenomenon known as empathy, and that is a direct path to producing serotonin, feeling that empathy for another person. Okay, so anything digital does not count. It has to be face-to-face. How about Skype, Dr. Lustig? I don't know. Maybe that's on the borderline, huh? If you do a Skype conference or a FaceTime where you're actually looking at the person, it's got to be better than uh, no face-to-face, no video. But you know what we're talking about. Get out there and connect. Okay, number two is contribute. And that is being part of something bigger than yourself. Contribute to something outside yourself. If you have a job, hey, congratulations. You're on a team. You're pursuing common goals. You get a sense of satisfaction every single day from working on a team and contributing to something bigger than yourself. Even if your job's not perfect, boy, that's a nice success factor to set into your basic life strategy is that you you have a purpose, right? Uh, but even uh, beyond that is going out of your shell and volunteering and contributing in that way, doing something altruistic. So on the infographic, it's talking about volunteerism, philanthropy, altruism, making a contribution that makes the world a better place. Number three is cope. And this is where we are talking about self-care. Uh, starting with sleep, prioritizing sleep. Sleep is number one. Talk about that all the time. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're not being your best self during the day. So what are you doing? You're doing half-ass in every single thing you do. So sleep is prioritized. The way to do this is to minimize artificial light and digital stimulation after dark. These are the greatest modern offenders that are interfering with the beautifully programmed uh, circadian rhythm that we have that's uh, a centerpiece of all living things on the planet Earth. It's been part of human experience for two and a half million years. And only recently, in the last, what, century or so, since we had Thomas Edison and the escalation of technology to uh, light up our evenings like never before, uh, we have destroyed the human propensity for sleep to recharge, rejuvenate, rebuild, restore every single night. And therefore, we get into the high stress or the chronic stress mode due to uh, lack of emphasis on healthy sleep. So sleep, number one, of course, we have uh, proper exercise, movement, all the principles that we talk about so much in the ancestral living scene. So general everyday movement, uh, your physical fitness endeavors, which should include putting your body under resistance load, doing some explosive exercise. So the primal blueprint philosophy of lift heavy things, uh, sprint once in a while, and then of course, move comfortably 
at a slow pace. So that includes general everyday walking around as well as doing the uh, properly structured cardiovascular workouts at the proper heart rate of uh, 180 minus your age, the aerobic heart rate. And also Dr. Lustig putting in here under the COPE is to avoid multitasking. This is, quote, the nemesis of mindfulness. And here's an interesting stat. I've never heard this. Uh, Dr. Lustig says only 2.5% of people can actually multitask. Uh, research from Stanford uh, asserts that no one can multitask. And what we're actually doing is we're creating an illusion of multitasking by rapidly switching our cognition from one disparate task to another. Now, uh, the low priority or the low cognitive demand tasks make it much easier uh, to multitask. So we can drive and uh, talk on the phone. But guess what? Uh, driving research shows that even having a hands-free conversation generates a significant decline in our reaction time because we are having to process information from the person we're conversing with and formulate a response. So it's vastly more dangerous than, for example, listening to music or doing something that's totally passive. So we have uh, in the escalation of danger behind the wheel, first of all, total concentration on the road. That would be number one, right? Number two, you're listening to a song. Maybe you're humming along with the song. So that's probably a tiny bit downgrade, but probably something that no one's too concerned with. But then when it's something uh, even as innocent as having a conversation, you are a measurably worse driver and then, of course, taking your eyes off of the road to text and drive is 23 times more dangerous than even uh, driving under the influence. So we're talking about a huge problem there. So multitasking, no go, bad news. Oh, but I was saying on the minor demand tasks like raking leaves in your front yard and talking on the phone, probably not the biggest deal. Uh, chopping vegetables in preparation for dinner and talking on the phone, hey, that's how you get uh, slice your finger once in a while, right? Once out of every thousand times, you're distracted by the phone call. I can assert that when I'm on the phone and I'm doing something as simple as gathering my items and leaving the house or shopping for groceries at the store and talking on the phone, I am a total spaz face and I'll buy the wrong stuff. I'll forget something. I'll leave the basket in the other aisle. Uh, I'll leave the house without my car keys and then have to go back in. It really is something that we're, we're so used to doing it. And the young people especially are adept at having the screen in their face and engaging in other ways. Uh, but it has a destructive consequence. And I feel it uh, with increased cognitive fatigue. Uh, my, my own personal nemesis is having the email inbox open while I'm uh, trying to perform uh, peak performance cognitive tasks at my computer, such as write a book, uh, create content, all that kind of stuff, and then have these engagements going in the background. That one really hurts my feelings that I'm still doing that and still reporting it. So the more I talk about it, maybe I'll be able to just close that window, turn off the potential for the dopamine hit. Because again, we're driven toward novel stimulation in our environment that gives us that payoff uh, that's life or death. Now it's not life or death. It's actually oftentimes destructive, but it's there. So we have to acknowledge it, uh, understand its power and turn it off just like they do uh, with uh, addiction treatment, right? Understand, submit to the higher power, realize you're powerless, and then do your best to withstand it by putting yourself in uh, winning situations rather than uh, tempting situations. Okay, so uh, Dr. Lustig uh, claims that multitasking is associated with uh, increased stress levels and uh, eventual uh, increased risk of depression. Here's an interesting one, uh, the last one on the four C's list, and we'll end the show. This is number five on the uh, list of things to do to get out of this trap of uh, dopamine triggers, and that is cook. 
Yeah, man, cook. I got a couple new cookbooks for you to look at, too. Keto Cooking for Cool Dudes and Carnivore Cooking for Cool Dudes. They are both on the market right now. Check them out on Amazon or wherever else you like to buy books. The recipes are incredible. Uh, the tongue-in-cheek commentary in the keto book, you will love it. You'll laugh your ass off throughout the book. Uh, the Carnivore book is a great way to gain basic exposure and understanding to the uh, carnivore eating pattern and also try out some fabulous recipes. Okay, so Dr. Lustig says cooking is not a luxury, it's a necessity and points out that 33% of Americans don't know how to cook, making them lifetime hostages to the fast food industry. Oh, mercy. And what a better way to engage and also connect, right? So you're cooking with uh, with with family, friends, that kind of thing. There's a great quote um, from Lustig on this. There is nothing that will improve your health, well-being, your achievement, your sense of accomplishment, your sense of community, and the health and happiness of your family as much as cooking yourself and enjoying a meal with others. End quote. Wow, that's pretty heavy. It reminds me of the fantastic book, uh, Fast Food Nation, which was published uh, around the year 2000, turn of the century, talking about the destruction of American culture that was driven by the advent of fast food back in the 50s. And in fact, all the major chains started in Southern California, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, uh, Carl's Jr. Uh, around this time, the post-war era and the wonderful creation of mechanized food, which I think the war effort started to drive. They had to make manufactured food to feed the soldiers. And then they realized they could make burgers and buns and fries. And so these restaurants started popping up and parents realized that they could outsource their love to their children by giving them this instant, uh, delicious fast food meal uh, without having to do all the work required of preparing uh, home cooked meals from scratch. And that is when we took that detour away from the centerpiece of healthy American family living, which was the sharing of the home cooked meal, the conversation around the dinner table, uh, the connecting, the socializing, the face to face in real life interactions between generations parents connecting with their kids. And now here we are, fast forward into modern life. Uh, the prominent study from UCLA uh, about uh, families with uh, double income with kids, D-I-W-K is the acronym. The study found that they converse, the couples converse for a total of 37 minutes a week. And most of that conversation time is about logistics. Who's going to pick up the kids after soccer practice? Where is uh, this item that we're missing? That kind of thing. So uh, Fast Food Nation uh, correctly pointing the finger at those profit-seeking interests to stuff food down our face without having us uh, have to work for it or connect as a family. Oh, boy. So there's your list. Let's do something about it. Number one, choose out of the consumerism culture. Don't do it, man. Satisfy your basic needs and then put everything else into the want category and reflect before you just fall in line with the FOMO mentality. Uh, number two would be supporting that by taking care of what you have, getting your shit in order, keeping things tight, keeping things tidy, getting rid of stuff you don't need, making someone else really happy with your giveaway when you take it over to Goodwill Salvation Army. Number three is mine, that nasty, nasty list of dopamine triggers, sugar, digital technology, hyperconnectivity, especially social media, caffeine, weed, street drugs, antidepressant and painkiller prescription drugs, chronic exercise. Exercise, going for that extreme exercise high, video games, porn addiction, sex addiction, and shopping and consumerism. And number four on the list, go looking for happiness and contentment opportunities. Find something you suck at and try to get better. Take on challenges. Get out there and experience nature. Maintain passion and competitive intensity throughout life. And number five, honor the wonderful list of the four C's presented by Dr. Lustig, the author of The Hacking of the American mind, and that is connect, contribute, cope, and cook. Thank you for listening to the show. Whoa, whoa. 
Vamos ven conmigo. Es muy temprano pa. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves, because they need to. Thanks for doing it. Hey, how about a backwards commercial? Are you ready? So, go to OrganifiShop.com and enter the discount code BRAD for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I Shop.com. Why would I do something as silly as a backwards commercial? It's because I'm positive you have to try this stuff. Trust me, order some now. It's going to change your life. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement company. They're known for their greens. You take them when you travel, get all your nutrition. But I like their top secret Organifi Gold Warm Relaxation Beverage. This is the single best tasting tea you will ever try in your life. So if you want something soothing, delicious, nutritious at the end of your busy, productive day, pour yourself a scoop of Organifi Gold. What's in there? Turmeric, the anti-inflammatory superstar is the base. And then, listen to this, smooth coconut milk, cinnamon, ginger, lemon balm, and two super mushrooms. It's legit. It's delicious. Check it all out at OrganifiShop.com. And don't forget to put in Brad for 20% off. Try Organifi Gold. If you're not totally satisfied, send it back to me and I'll keep it.